You haven't lived until you've heard the show Americans are talking about. The show that launches its listeners to the height of humanity. The audio hour that travels the landscape of adventure. The sound that comforts more than the clip of your first bolt. It's the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. Uh, Raptor Adventure Summits the Airwaves. This is the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. I am your host, our Brandon Long. On belay with you for the next 30, 40 minutes. Across from me here in Banyan One is the best co-host in all the land. Talk to the top. It has been too long. Thanks for saying the other day, I think you're like, are you ready? Are you ready? I'm like, yeah. Yes. So we're in Banyan One, but we yep. are six feet apart. Yep. I have demasked, which to tell you the truth is rare when I'm away from the house. And so... It kind of feels like I'm a little naked, but uh, you can I can I see your suntan, your mask tan. It's growing, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I, I will probably be wearing one on Friday for Van Sessions. Van but Sessions, it is good is to Friday. be back. Yeah, let's see if I remember how to use my mouth. Three month hiatus. It's the longest hiatus we have had in the ten years of recording the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. Even when you decided to go live in the desert. Um, go work a cruise ship in Alaska. These different places you went in. I still would Skype it. This was pre-Zoom days when people Skyped. Yeah. Talk about dropping the ball, Skype. Jeez, you've been around for 20 years. The second we needed you. Yeah, what happened to Skype? I have how, no idea. How come Zoom gets all the credit? Because I, I don't know. I mean, that's the question. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow, that's wild. Um, yeah, no, that's pretty Anyway, fun. it's good to be back. It's good, yeah, we're back. So that is... Uh, that is our weekly happy. We're hanging out with you in Banning One, inside the Monarch, in the heart of the Nine Rails Arts District. On this episode, we do have uh, um, <laughs> not much on the docket. In the news, some we have three worth watchings, a worth reading, a not really a Gear 30 segment. I do have a MyLand segment, quote of the week, and an outdoor jukebox. Uh, all of this and more on Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show, episode 355 uh hitchhiking marmot so uh, let's charge he summits with the agility of a mountain goat flashes routes faster than ups is more intimate in the mountains than jake gyllenhaal he's todd to the top Oh, yeah, we are back. Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show in the house. So, uh, Trip Report, how's your COVID going? My, <laughs> I'm COVID-free, uh, <laughs> as far as I can tell. I did have to go to the clinic just for a physical yesterday, and uh, it felt it, it felt kind of gross, but it was, I mean, they know what they're doing over there, but uh, there's something about going to a hospital or to a, you know, a, a clinic in this case, but I don't know. They, they did the... Routine? The, is this a routine check temperature and yeah, well it's my yearly physical has been, you know, yeah. probably a couple of years. So my doctor was actually very happy with everything. So we'll see all the results and everything will come back. So they took blood. I got a shot. That still hurts. It's it feels like I've just punched in the shoulder what? like I don't know how many times. What was it for? I whooping cough or something. <laughs> I don't remember. At this point I'm like, I'll take it. I'll take it. What do you got? Give it to me. I don't want anything on top of anything. So Yeah. You but otherwise, I'm, thank you. Yeah, I am taking advantage of the time at home to control what I eat. I'm going for these long neighborhood walks or up on the mountain every single day. Every single day. I haven't missed one. Well, there's and, two ways uh, to come out of COVID. Yes. 
Yeah, there is. And I probably started started one way, but then I quickly adjusted. <laughs> he did, he did I recalibrated. <laughs> so that essentially when people start seeing me and who knows a couple of months unless unless knock on whatever um that it'll be like oh i know what you've been up to yeah, t- like you're taught like the todd you're the same todd <laughs> the same todd i i i'm healthier considering oh well We're good in the midst of a pandemic i'm the healthier i've been in a long time so well there's not i mean everything's canceled so we can do that cancellation list you got a long one yeah everything's canceled i have a short cancellation list uh, as far as like what i'm going to actually put on the news here but what is open what is open the um, mountains the trails they are open even the crags are open uh outside is good outside far away from people is better um and i know the you know bike shops have done incredibly well during this this downturn uh gear 30 managing gear 30 has been um it was really hard at first we did i'm very thankful that so many in our community and it's so many who i know ordered from us and chose pick a, a delivery you know either pick up in store or delivery and i delivered i delivered their to their house would like drop it off on the front porch and send them a text and like hey your stuff's out and then you like wave at each other like hey thanks it was so cool and it's people i knew and people i didn't know and it happened a lot there for three or four weeks and then people got more comfortable ordering online and then picking up in store so they did that and now we're open uh, basically, I mean, we, we trimmed one hour. We used to be open 10 to seven, we're open 10 to six now. And J- June, uh, in good news, in Gear 30 local small business news, June was up 30% over last year. Um, of course, um, April and May were down over last year, and then June was up. And so people are now thinking about, let's go backpacking and camping, and you know, what do I need to buy for that? During like, um may may and april they were buy, all buying bikes mountain bikes i was going to ask how there's certain activities that are selling worse all buying mountain bikes and the bikes mountain bikes are out across the land um bike shop uh two hoosiers they've said like yeah we there's there's just some certain there's certain bikes you can't get right now so so if you're buying a bike you're, you're probably going to pick up one that they have the 2021s are going to come in soon like in the fall and then you can get those and and yes other certain sizes and stuff we just can't get we've ran into that with sleeping bags we we i was wondering if you're if certain things are selling better than others so well we tried to get nemo sleeping bags in and they don't have any well, to I send can, us i mean i i can understand that if, if the factories were down yeah they right and so we sold um all of our st- all the stand-up paddle boards we ordered we sold them out and we ordered the same as we did last year, and it took all summer to sell them, but we sold them out already. Uh, Chase ordered three or four more, and tur- he's like, oh, man, I screwed up, Brandon. Two, two of the ones that I ordered are, are supposed to be not for resale because they're supposed to go into a rental fleet. And then he looked it up, and he said, oh, yeah, that's why I ordered them because that's all they had. NRS is out of stand-up paddle boards. You cannot find – so, like, all of these – outdoor activities are the products are starting to sell out which is crazy the bikes hey, the subs keeping out the if they're you know finding activities it's fantastic um on the docket on the docket july 4th weekend it's this weekend it's on a saturday in any other year july 4th on a saturday would be uh bonkers uh this year it'll be much more tame of course 
There is mountaintop yoga up at Snow Basin at 9 a.m. So out in the fresh air up at Snow Basin, that's still on open and ongoing. Mountaintop yoga on July 4th. And then I've been uh, excited about this one. The Skyline Mountain Marathon is still a thing, and that's in August, August 8th. And that is, you can run the Skyline Trail. They've got different lengths, a half, a full, and a 55K version of uh, Run the Skyline there. Start in uh, the North Fork Park area, run the Bonneville, um, or is it the Ben Lomond Trail, up to Ben Lomond Saddle, down to the Divide, up to Lewis Peak, down to Windsurfer Beach, and then over into the finish line in Eden. It's the Skyline Mountain Marathon, August 8th. Their registration is open for that. That's good to know. Yep. Fingers crossed that it will stay that way. Yeah. So again, um, in the news, in the news, Snow Basin is open for summer operations. They just barely opened, I think, yesterday or maybe it was the weekend before. They do have some mountaintop yoga going on July 4th and again on July 11th. If you want to go up there and and just, uh, it's supposed to get hot. Oh, yeah. We're getting up into the 90s. But it's not hot yet. And we'll uh, talk about that in a minute tomorrow or probably as you're listening to this now park city mountain is opening for summer operations and that is on july 2nd park city mountain announced today this is according to ski utah that it will open for summer on thursday july 2nd and uh, shared operating plans as well as its commitment to safety amid the covid 19 pandemic the resort will open with a limited summer footprint operating from 10 a.m to 8 p.m activities will include the alpine slide the mountain coasters, scenic lift rides, hiking, and uh, bike hauls. So all activities will be based out of the, Mar- the Park City Mountain Village. With grab and go dining available at the Jupiter Java. So that was open tomorrow, today, whenever you're listening to this. It's probably open. So, yeah, among the cancellations and a big one, it was the Ogden Marathon. First, they bounced to the fall, bumped to the fall, hoping to pull off the race in the fall and now they have officially canceled all events according to the Stam- standard examiner originally postponed all 2020 ogden marathon races and events now canceled what would have been a celebration of the 20th 20th it's a big year it's the 20th year 20th ogden marathon next year 2020 yeah uh has they're gonna now- throw it off they're gonna throw <laughs> off the numbers <laughs> off by a year oh no covid kills everything they could do two next year do one in the spring and one in the fall and just catch up. That's not the worst idea, actually. Uh, like What's maybe, a double marathon? Just do it back to back. Well, so St. George, and it was the first half marathon I ran. They do a, they do a St. George. Oh, no, it was Moab. I think it was Moab. It was like the Moab half. And I ran that. And then they called it like the Moab other half because that, the other half was in the fall. Like the first half is in the spring and the other half is in the fall. And I never went and did the other half, but I ran the first half twice, which is pretty, pretty. It's the first time that uh, I realized runners have no shame because they bust you up the road and they drop you off at the start. And there wasn't enough porta potties, but there's some decent sized boulders. And I went, it's like, oh, I got to, I got to pee, you know? And I went and walked to walk around a boulder and there was a lady who had dropped trout to pee. And I'm like, oh, sorry, wrong boulder. You know, I, there was no signs or whatever. And there, and then I look, I'm like looking around. I'm like, there's actually people everywhere, just everywhere. Like 
peeing, doing their thing. Yeah. I'm like, well, that probably, this was years ago too. I think it was like at least 10 years ago, 15, maybe 15 years ago. It was a while ago. Um, Yeah. I'm like, okay. So runners don't care. Apparently. (laughs) apparently. (laughs) It is that shared mentality of getting it done. Oh, oh, yes. I am enjoying a nice Sierra Nevada pale L. Hey, local brewers. If you'd like to sponsor the show, uh, hit us up at Ognet at Ogden Adventure Instagram. We're open. Yes, please. Yeah, absolutely. Open. Yeah, we're going to be lining up partnerships probably sooner than later. Sooner and later. So uh, anyway, the Ogden Marathon is pushed off another year. They should do two next year. Just make up for it. Welcome to January, a record snowfall and record low temperatures for Utah. It might say June on the calendar, but right now areas of the northern Rockies are looking a lot like winter. Welcome to January, according to Snowbrains. Higher elevations in the mountains of Utah, Idaho, Montana, Colorado, and the Cascades saw several inches of snow, um, summer snow this week, covering alpine areas, which is really cool. I love this weather, like love this weather. I know sometimes in June, it's hot as Hades and I can't stand it. I'm like, dude, that's what July and August is for. Like, can we just push off to July and August? And and this year, it's I'm not I'm not complaining about that at all. It's fantastic. I completely agree. So feels good. Um, there's been multiple options to reduce the traffic in uh, Little Cottonwood Canyon in Salt Lake. There is a new gondola plan. A private landowner proposes a new gondola plan to end Little Cottonwood Canyon Utah traffic congestion. I was talking to um, Cody Lee at at gear 30 about this plan he's like if you've ever been to europe which i have not they have gondolas everywhere and he said they're amazing because they they just you know point a to point b and they they're not they don't impact the environment all that much and uh they work and they're pretty safe so this private landowner has put forward an alternative fourth proposal to help solve the traffic congestion in little cottonwood canyon in utah addressing two major criticisms of udot's original gondola proposal as part of the environmental impact statement process, the Utah Department of Transportation is seeking public comments. So if you have some, if you live down there or in the area and you have uh, some, some comments regarding the draft transportation alternatives for improving safety, reliability, and mobility in Little Cottonwood Canyon, you might want to look into that. Um, they've, they're looking at enhanced bus service, enhanced bus service with the road widening, and then also the gondola. Uh, I know that I know I'm not down there all the time because I live uh, in a better place called Ogden, and uh, <laughs> it's so pretty over there. Though. And uh, but when I go down there a few times each winter, I'm like, oh yeah, I could see why I could see the problem. It's there's a lot of freaking cars down here. Um, Karen, Grand Canyon National Park requests river guides and boaters to bypass Havasu Canyon. This was released today, July 1st. Effective immediately, the National Park Service is requesting all river trips, both commercial and non-commercial. It's voluntary, but it's to voluntarily bypass Havasu Canyon on the Colorado River located at River Mile 157. It's a request to effort, in an effort to minimize the spread of COVID-19 virus to further safeguard the Havasupai people and their traditional lands, which, get the word out, tell your friends, um, look, you can skip it this year. And this just in, and it sounds crazy, but bison are still dangerous. A woman, 72 years old, was gored by a bison at Yellowstone, in Yellowstone, after getting too close for photos. She approached within 10 feet of the bison multiple times, multiple times to take the selfie or probably just the picture. When you're 72, they don't really selfie. They just take pictures of the animals. 
although it would be pretty great if she was taking a selfie. She was gored by the animal, um, sustained multiple goring wounds. 72 is not 25. Like, 72, you're more at risk of all the things, no matter how good a shape you're in, and specifically at risk at being gored by a buffalo. Like, you don't want that kind of trauma going on. Here's my thought is that the buffalo probably doesn't care how old you are. <laughs> like, you could be six or 72 so yeah so keep like your distance the bison did not id they <laughs> like oh we're gonna let you we're gonna <laughs> yeah. let you go the park urges people to stay away from wildlife at least a minimum of 25 yards from bison and elk they can hurt you they are not just whatever puppies all right they're not puppies so if you can hear the saw is that uh, our neighbor he's making a frame i think a i think frame. they're setting up that mural oh the, set up the mural for the first alley. friday very yeah. cool very cool. Yeah, we are live here in the Monarch Building. I think if you need to take any pictures with an animal, do it with those little pikas. A marmot? It's a little r- rodents. See, even a, a, a pika? It's, it is a nice transition to a marmot, but a marmot could still probably F you up a little mm. bit. Those little pikas are like the little little kind of squirrel chicken. Yeah, they don't stick things. around. They're hard. To, if you can get a selfie with a pika, you you have skills. Yeah, they, they are a little friendlier than some, probably relying on human food probably more than they should. One one particular marmot did didn't like where he was living, so I uh, decided to relocate after hitchhiking from Winter Park. Uh, a sneaky marmot, this is according to unofficial networks, has returned to its mountain home after stowing away on a vehicle in Winter Park and hitching a ride to Parker, Colorado, darn near sixty miles away as the crow flies. Thankfully, the animal was successful success successfully uh, released back into the wild. How did it not jump out? And we'll have a hell of a story to tell its marmot buddies. You know, I don't know. That's, That's like really smart. Yeah, we're here at Staunton State Park, and uh, last night a district wildlife manager contacted me. Um, basically had a marmot um, that got caught in a vehicle at near Winter Park and uh, made the trip all the way down to Parker, Colorado. And from there, um, Parker Police Department was able to capture it and uh, gave it to us uh, so that we could relocate it and release it back into the wild. So. You know, Staunton is a is, is a, a lower elevation uh, habitat for marmots. Uh, typically, they live at you know 10,000 feet or above, and um, they've made their home in the park. So relocating one here is a fantastic opportunity for it to continue to thrive. And we happen to be celebrating Marmot Fest today and this weekend. Of course, of and course, so it's Marmot Fest. For us to be able to relocate. They could they have and, a Marmot uh, Fest? <laughs> this is a great story. Oh my Except god! Except for now, that's what I'm going to call Marmot Fest. I'm calling you that before the weekend's out as a sneaky Marmot. Sneaky. You sneaky Marmot. <laughs> oh, all right, and finally, in the news, in the news, uh, all good stories and topless. Um, a topless sunbather saves a family from drowning in a rip current. That's right. Hats off to 28-year-old Jessica Layton, 28 from Cornwall, UK, who's taking a dip after a sunbathing session on a nude beach in England when she noticed some swimmers in distress off in the distance. She says, it was just after 3 p.m. and the tide was coming in. I decided to go for a final dip before going home. I was topless in the sea when I saw two young women uh, struggling to swim near rocks. Another member of the family ran in to help them, and she started struggling too. I swam toward them and thought, oh, it's getting real. I realized how strong the rip current was, and I was struggling myself, and they were panicking. It wasn't an ideal situation. She ended up grabbing their hands and pulling them to the beach. Says Leighton is a regular on the nudist beach and is a professional actor and singer. She is still rattled by the incident and very humble with the praise um, and attractive. And so there you go. Topless rescue. Topless rescue of the... 
year, I guess. I don't know. You don't read about those stories. Let's let's you and I go struggle in that water right off that beach. (laughs) (laughs) Todd's just going to go back to the beach. Yeah, I'm not doing very good right here. I I feel like I'm drowning. Uh, Just Why are you getting in over your head at every (laughs) clothing optional beach in Europe? Todd, not again. Jeez, not again. (laughs) She's not inspired. I'm inspired. (laughs) I'm inspired. Oh, good stuff. So that is in the news. I do have some worth watching. So I did watch this entire film, short film, probably catch it at Banff soon. I don't know. It's um, or the next year. It's about a 20 minute film, 1924. It's presented by North Face, Towers of Tigray. Let's play a little bit of this for you here. I'll be really honest, uh, Ethiopia came from James. That was one year ago, and um, we had a three-month-old baby, and my head was full of uh, nappies, pee, poo, and how to survive the next night. I mean, I think in a normal situation, I would have been able to place Ethiopia on the map, but I think I, I might have even asked on which continent it was. That's Ethiopia. Ethiopia. Coming to Africa with a baby, yeah, it might be shocking for a lot of people to hear, but why not? We wanted to bring him here to share with him our experience, but actually in reality, I think we're here with him sharing his experience of Africa. It was a very cool film about this couple who drags their little one-year-old or something uh, to Ethiopia, and they climb these desert towers, these sandstone eyes. towers that look much very similar to if you were in the middle of Utah and, not being and uh, afraid of the unknown. it looks like actually pretty it's crappy climbing but uh, beautiful drive you now there's these just to go look around the corner and, and just um, see what's what there. kind of walls the kid climbing at this point doing okay it's doing okay yeah they show him climb a little bit uh, they built these religious to be part of this trip, uh, like not churches only essentially in these rocks the very high up and it shows this one guy using the natural handholds barefoot you know, to, to climb up halfway through, and they come out, and he's standing on this freaking drop-off, and inside is just this... As we traveled they, through the north of Ethiopia, uh, we saw we the all these churches, the rocks some of them, inside, you, you can know, see like the access is like both. some of them, they're like And these 30, guys went and climbed it, it's pretty cool, it's 19 minutes long, it's called Towers of Tigray, just released by the North Face, released on interested in rock climbing or and new and fun places like Ethiopia, check it out, the videography is of course amazing it is july 1 today and uh this was six days ago actually matchsticks matchstick productions released their official trailer for huck yeah their winter film so here it is huck yeah it is the official teaser for the 2020 matchsticks productions video is there hucking there's so much hugging. Hook ya. Yeah. Oh. oh Music's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, podcast version's a little, you know. Hook ya. Hook ya. Okay, so you can go look forward to that one coming out. And another trailer, which is pretty cool. Um, we all know, no, I mean, not know, but maybe should be familiar with Warren Miller. And this is Ski Bum, the Warren Miller story, the official trailer. When I first saw a Warren Miller movie, I was blown away that that level of skiing existed. 
chances are his mother and father raised him wrong. Can we say that? I don't know why not. I just said it. A Warren Miller film is an experience. Warren Miller is skiing. I don't think that people would have really understood how magnificent the skiing lifestyle actually is without him capturing it in cinema. In cinema. This is a guy who started in a trailer in the parking lot. I think it took a degree of stupidity to do that. It worked. He shot it, edited it, took it out on the road. He crisscrossed the country. He loves inspiring people. Do it now, because if you don't, you'll be one year older when you do. One of the best lines. Yeah, brought skiing to the world. Ski Bum, the Warren Miller story. Why don't you folks relax a bit and I'll change the reels. Remember, did you ever have to change reels, Todd? You ever do no, that? but I I mean I'd never have to do it personally, but I I do miss film. Yeah. I miss the the look of film in movie theaters. It's very cool. So there is your worth watching. I do have something worth reading. It's a fantastic solo adventure story, uh based-mag.com called uh, Whispers, written by Will Copestake, and it's about his uh, 80 well, it says 80 days into a solo sea kayaking expedition around Scotland I had reached Cape Wrath the most northwesterly point on mainland Britain on the north coast of Scotland, the turning point, as the Vikings named it, as the gateway to the infamously rough and committing stretch of paddling that safely landed in a small cove and settled into a into a bothy to spend the night. Wandering to the top of a nearby cliff, I had hoped to inspect what lay ahead and build confidence for what I might experience over the coming days. Um, it's a very cool story about listening to you know your inner voice and and when you're out there alone how to how to adventure and, and kind of face fear uh, when you're solo it's a great story again we'll link it or you can search base.mag.com their features and it's called whispers gives you something worth reading other than the news uh, in gear 30 i don't really have anything other to, than to say thank you to gear 30 um for Providing me with a job, that's for sure. Gear30.com um, 4th of July sale is now 20% off your favorite summer brands, including 20% off Big Agnes, 25% uh, off Osprey, 20% off Mystery Ranch, 20% off MSR, and then up to 50% off last year's Osprey packs. Go to Gear30, that's G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com. It's our 4th of July sale happening now. So... That is good. Uh, my land segment update. Amazon announces a $2 billion climate pledge fund. Uh, the, let's see here. $2 billion climate pledge fund. The fund is led by Matt Peterson on Amazon's corporate development team and Cara Hurst, who leads the company's sustainability team, according to an Amazon spokesperson. Prudencio deleted his original description of his role. What the heck was that? Without comment. Amazon has announced this $2 billion Climate Pledge Fund to invest in sustainable technologies and services that will help the company reach its commitment to be net zero carbon in its operations by 2040, which is a ways out, 20 years out, but uh, at least at least it's on the mind there, Amazon, because you're one of the world's biggest players in all the things. So, Talk about another company that's done well over the last three months. You know what, though? Tesla today, today just became more worth more than... Toyota, 
and what's another car like it's one the of the big ones yeah the big ones like big ones worth more like on paper they're still, I still they haven't even turned a profit yet and i don't it's just brand huh i drove one the other week and it's different if you haven't driven one it's really it they are like rocket ships they're insanely fast like insanely fast i like how quiet they are they're dead quiet and um the interesting thing, if you haven't, if you haven't driven an electric vehicle, and I didn't even think about this, if, when you take your foot off the accelerator, it's like you're pressing the, it's like your head goes flying forward if you take it off too fast because you're literally, there's nothing, there's no neutral, there's no power or no power. Yeah, there just doesn't, yeah. You know how you take your foot off the gas in a regular car, you still coast. There's no coasting. You take it off on, on a Tesla or electric vehicle, it's just, it's like putting on the brakes. It stops immediately. It's crazy. Uh, and the brakes are regenerative. So you've got to actually drive a little bit before they start working, apparently, which is very interesting because you don't need them when you like you don't want it to go. Take your foot off the accelerator. You stop. It's, and it was fast as hell, that car. Anyway, uh, I do have a quote of the week. Everyone. And this is this is covid related for this is the 2020 quote. Essentially, uh, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. That is from Mike Tyson. And in, in other words, we all had big, big plans for this year and we got punched in the mouth. And so um by a few things. Everyone has a plan till they get punched in the mouth. Thank you, Mike Tyson. That's it, man. You got anything else? Happy to be back. It is good to be back. I think as you know at this point, there was no arts in the parks this summer, so that did feel a little bit weird. I'll be making an announcement probably next week's show that I did do, I completed a, let's just call it kind of a field book, activity book, coloring book that is being printed now. And so I'll get those out to hopefully as many kids as I can. But that's what I've been working on. So, like you designed it, it? Busy. you you yep. drew it really? Yep, all the way through. I can't wait to share it. That's awesome. Yeah, I just just kind of sent it out yesterday. It took a while to kind of put it together, but uh, For, to print. Yep, yep. It's uh, I just uh, proofed it. Uh, yeah, and, and gave my thumbs up, and so I'll probably within two weeks those will be ready. Very cool. You just roll with things. You punch it in the mouth, and you got to keep moving. That's all you can do. Bob yep. and weave. Yeah. I like people that have weaved after the bobbing. <laughs> yeah. It's good to be back. Thank you, Banyan One, for powering today's 355th episode of the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. Look for us on Facebook, iTunes, Instagram. Spotify is the big place now. Spotify. They're signing all the people. Joe Rogan. Uh, I think Kardashian. I mean, they Spotify, Banyan Collective. They haven't paid us yet, but... But we're on there. We're we're part of the free version there. You don't have to pay extra to hit to listen to us. Just just go to the Banyan Collective. That's Banyan. There's two A's in Banyan. Uh, when you search the Banyan Collective, there's two A's in that. Uh, also, we're on the Podbean app for all you old schoolers out there who first joined us on the Podbean. We're still on there. All show notes with links are available at thebanyancollective.com. If you'd like to watch any of the worth watchings we mentioned, all the show links are there. You don't even have to use that weird Google thing. Uh, if you want to chat with us or be on the show, DM us on Instagram at Ogden Adventure or just say hi or tag your Instagram posts at Ogden Adventure. And I typically reshare those to our story for all kinds of fun. Um, this week's Outdoor Jukebox, sifting through hours and hours of crappy music so that you don't have to. Um, this here is, uh, we're going to get a little, going to get a little old fashioned with, uh, it's called Old Old Fashioned. From Frightened Rabbit. Hear that? Mm. Good stuff. I was on a huge Frightened Rabbit kick. 
went off it and then like three months went by and I'm back on a, a frightened rabbit kick. So here we go. As John Muir would say, the mountains are calling and we must go. Let's go.